Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of For The Long Call Podcast. Today we're going to do episode part 3 of our four-part miniseries called The Job Search Job. 101. Yes, thank you. I completely blinked on that. And Blaine, like always, why don't you start it off? Alright, so, so now we're at part 3 of the interview. We went through the previous parts where... We went through the previous parts where we went over the resume and then we went over the job hunt about where you should go through and try to look for your jobs. Mm-hmm. So now you secured an interview and are hopefully about to get yourself an interview. So we're going to go over our different parts and things that we've been through and our opinions about things that you should do for the interview process or preparing for the interview and so on and so forth. So step one. Ian, I'm sorry to cut you off. You know, I just realized we forgot to mention on part two. What? I guess you can kind of put this in this one too, but um, check your emails semi-frequently. I'd hope they just would know to do that. I mean, if you send your resume out with your email on it, and when you apply digitally through stuff, it, it asks for your email, so yeah. Because I almost missed my uh, saying, hey, we would love to interview you at my coding job. I almost missed that email. <laughs> I just realized that. Well, but, I, hope, I hope they uh, figure that one out. Learn from my mistakes, people. When you send in, when you send a resume through your email, check semi frequently. Well, they're not going to call you to tell you they don't, they didn't accept also, you as an applicant, but they may send you an email that says we didn't pursue you, but thanks for trying. Yeah, and at least you know, like okay, well, okay. Yeah, mine was like they said, um, hey, we would love, to, hey, we would love to have an interview with you, uh, but any, which day in this week will be good for you and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't realize the same because I also put in my you know contact info too. So you know, they just shows to the email. I was like, oh, then gotta check this because it'll been buried in the morning. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so if you get a lot of emails, you might have to dig through them. I have several emails. So one of my emails, I don't get emails from hardly anyone, and I use that one for jobs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so the interview. So first off, thinking about preparing for the interview, how to prepare for the interview. So. You know they're going to ask you some questions, and some people are really good at going through an interview, and some people, like, it's really hard for them, and they're really incredibly nervous. Oh, oh, you're not good at being on the spotlights sometimes? Exactly. So, things that can help you with that kind of stuff, especially not being on the spot like that, because, I mean, it's an interview. They're, you're supposed to, they're supposed to ask you something. You're on the spot every question. You didn't mm-hmm. get to prepare. There's no notes beforehand. There's and there's, like, some typical questions that I may ask you, like... Uh, why why do you want this job or what do you see yourself in like five or ten years you know that type of stuff but most of the times it's always different mm-hmm. and um, so how to prepare for these interview questions Glassdoor is really good for that so if you're looking for a job let's say you're looking to be like a, a data analyst at maybe Microsoft or uh, you can go on the glassdoor.com and just like how we went in there to look for salary insights and things like that and pay and reviews of a company, now that you know you're having an interview with them, you can go back to Glassdoor and you can look up that position that you applied for, so data analyst at Microsoft, and then you can go on there and look at interview questions, and people who have been interviewed there will go in and put the questions that they were asked that they can remember, obviously. And... Um, so you kind of have like Sometimes a, they put a little answer in there, too, to like give you help. Yeah. So that we can kind of have like a an insight. That's insight. Thank you. I can't think of the word. Previous knowledge that you had not before to help you prepare. 
So you're you're gonna walk in the door with some knowledge that's gonna help you yeah. get in there. And hopefully they use the same questions again. Hopefully, if you go through enough, and even then, they might, it might be a similar question. And it's just rephrased, yeah. but it looks for the same information. Yeah. And I mean, when it comes to interviewing questions, I mean, they're all obviously different, but they all somewhat seek the same information from yeah. you. So if you do those and you practice some of those and your own answer for those, and um, then you'll be better when they ask you on the spot. What you could do also is you could maybe get a friend or something to like ask you the questions and all that so that way you can kind of like, you know, get a practice like, you know, responding and all that. Yeah, and then he can... Like kind of doing a mock interview and all that. Maybe judge you on your answers yeah. and how you did. That could that could be helpful. And then other things before... The, so I'm thinking about before the interview, obviously not the day of. Yeah. Uh, I would say get a full night's sleep. That sounds, you know... Okay, basic, but, yeah. I mean, you, if you get a good night's sleep, your mind's more focused the next day, yeah. and so whatever you consider a full night's sleep, I mean, for me, it's a full eight hours of sleep prior. Check where you're in, check where the interview's going to be at and how far it is from your, like, your house and all that, so that way, and give yourself, like, a little extra time, too. Yeah, so... And maybe check the weather, too, because, like, if it's raining, people drive slow in the rain, so, you know, you may want to give yourself a little extra time. Yeah, so uh, you definitely should be there no later than on time, but early yeah. is on time. So, yeah. I mean, I would get there, be walking into the place and tell them I'm here 15 minutes before. Now, I mean, you may have online interviews now because of everything that's going on. Yeah. And, and if that's the case, you know, you don't have to do all that stuff. But you got to get ready and get dressed and stuff. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, I would have your, your area cleared out so where it doesn't look like you're cluttered and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And if you do go over to, um, if you do drive to the building or whatever, where you're doing interview at, like, if you know something can, like, randomly happen, like, we have a train track heading towards the Metroplex, so whenever I did my interview and I drove to the Metroplex for it, I, like, literally gave myself, I think, 20 or 30 extra minutes in case I hit the train. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw my interview time, I gave myself, like, you know, I should be there 15 minutes early, and then I added, like, 20 or 30 extra minutes. Because in case it was like, we don't know when the train schedule is. So it was like, what if I had the train? And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to be late. You mm-hmm. know, I try to like, you know, give myself a bunch of buffer time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So prepare for, the farther it is, the more time you need to add to yeah. prepare for something to happen. And uh, based on when your interview time is, you need to add even more time if it's going to be through the thick of rush hour traffic in the mm-hmm. morning yeah. for work or in the evening. I mean, probably not going to happen in the evening, but during lunchtime or during the morning time, there's certain times where we're in super thick traffic. You can also go to uh, use Google to help you figure out your commute time. Obviously, you can just ask for directions, mm-hmm. but you can set an arrival time, what time you need to be there, and then it'll tell you it takes anywhere from between, let's say, like an hour and 20 to two hours based on traffic conditions, which one is really heavy and one is all right, pretty nice light traffic. Yeah. And so you can know, like, okay, so there's like a 40-minute gap in there between traffic and that doesn't even count me getting there earlier so you would probably if you you know you want to be there on time for this job you really like the idea of this job then you're going to want to leave with enough time to even if it's the heaviest traffic yeah and thankfully if you use google or apple maps they typically if they know it's constructions going on over there they usually tell you too and all that Mm. so you know that way you can kind of prepare for that too all right so next thing i have on there i have uh, eat a good breakfast and that's for some people. I think I feel like for the normal person, it is to eat a good breakfast. If it's really early in the morning, 
For me, I actually wouldn't eat breakfast. I'm mentally sharper, in my opinion, uh, without breakfast. For me, it would depend because like I'm one of those persons I can kind of get like well, kind of get nervous as as time approaches and my stomach can feel upset. So you know, but you probably need to eat breakfast. Well, like you know, see, no, see, if I eat breakfast, then like you know, as time slowly approaches, I get more nervous and my stomach can like close up because like I'm gonna throw up and all that. Oh. So sometimes like you know, because you know, you just like nervous, you're anxious. And I guess that. I don't get that nervous. <laughs> I've never, I mean, I've been nervous before, but it's never just like, oh, God, I'm going to throw up. Yeah. Yeah, um, there are some people like that. I, depending on the thing, I can sometimes be like that, but I'm like, oh, crap, oh, crap. Well, I mean, I can, I can get it. Obviously, I don't fully understand because yeah. I don't have that situation. I think that I'm a little less nervous in nervous situations. It's like up to like a certain amount of time or when I'm in the buildings, I'm like, okay, don't have to stop. That's all I'm thinking. It's like, okay, I'm here. Don't have to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, so eat a good breakfast on there if that's for you I feel like for most people it would be for them uh, at least have a cup of coffee probably well sometimes but also a cup of coffee on a completely empty stomach sometimes messes with your stomach that's true especially if it's really dark but most people mm. drink like Starbucks coffee full of milk and sugar and stuff and that balances it out mm. and uh, but yeah see what you need to do if you have coffee in the morning there's another so what you said about having coffee consider this if you're going to have an interview in the morning and if you're going to have coffee and you're going to be nervous already, coffee adds to your jitteriness. It can make you more nervous because caffeine is a stimulant. So And also bad breath, too. Well, you shouldn't be within six inches of the guy. Coffee smells just fine. Coffee's not bad breath. Bad breath is bad breath, but, but you well, know, coffee breath isn't a big deal. Yeah. And I don't know. I've never really written. Unless I, I, you have to be really close to somebody to smell coffee breath. I'm never that unless, close to anybody. Yeah, unless you have a bunch of coffee. Then and you COVID like. says you're not going to get that close. Mm-hmm. So I don't, probably don't have to worry about that for the time frame. And uh, But I would probably say don't have coffee prior to an interview because I've done it before too. And yeah, I mean, I get nervous before some interviews. Mm. And uh, But it adds to your jitteriness and your nervousness. If you do get nervous, it just kind of adds to it because it's stimulant. So it just like that makes you more awake. It makes you realizing you're nervous and more nervous mm-hmm. so if you need it to be awake and obviously not yawning then i would probably take it because also you know don't want to be yawning during your interview yeah i don't think that's that's probably shows you like oh i'm not very engaged that doesn't show you enthu- enthusiastic yeah think i said that right yeah and uh so so dress up for the interview because unfortunately it's like it sucks that because they're gonna judge you the second they see you based off how you look. So like, say you're in basketball shorts and all that, and I just wear a t-shirt. They may think, okay, this guy may not be serious about it. But like, you know, as the more dressed up you get, the more they're gonna think you're serious about the job, and they're probably gonna think, okay, this guy takes care of himself. Blah blah blah, etc. Mm. etc. Et yeah. Um, yeah. So how you dress is important. I mean, I've looked at things and they say. You should dress up to and right next to the most dressed person there. But, I mean, you don't know what that is before you get there. Unless you've been around the environment in a similar workplace, then you would understand. Or if you work there and you're going for a better position in that, Mm. maybe, then you're going to know. Actually, do you remember in high school when I would have said, if you go into a business a day or two before you have an interview and kind of look at the colors and how the employees are dressed... To kind of mimic that style and all that. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you know how they kind of dress, maybe do that. Because that would maybe they think they can kind of imagine you're walking there. Yeah. But, like, if you've never been to the place before, you never really heard of it, I say 
go. I want to say semi casual, I think it is, which is khakis and a polo, maybe something like that. Uh, I is wouldn't that, do that. Is that semi casual? Uh, I wouldn't go. You need to go business professional. You're going to an interview. You need to be business professional. You need to have a suit on. And uh, I wouldn't say a suit exactly. I mean, I like, mean are you serious? That, about that's that's this like job that's like over probably like you know. I mean, yeah, that's good to do, but it's probably gonna be like. I think that's a little excessive. Thing. If you want to dress down the suit, you take off the blazer and you wear your long sleeve. Freshly pressed. I mean, not everybody uh, has a suit too. I mean, well, I see what everybody probably has is like you know the minimum you should do is probably like khakis or black dress pants and then you know black or something like that. Khakis is more casual. You typically want to avoid khakis. You want to have black or gray pants. You want to have shoes that are polished. I'm talking about like, I mean, this is what you should dress for for your interviews. You're gonna look sharp, and it's the point. You, I mean, what you're gonna I do, make I, a damn good first impression in the first 15 seconds, or you're gonna make a mediocre one and blend in with everybody else. I think what I did is I think uh, when I what I wore was like khaki pants. I think I cleaned my vans the day before, and they were black, so they kind of like look like black shoes a little mm-hmm. bit. And I just you. put on a polo t-shirt, uh, and I was like, you know, went in. I think I was like, I was like, actually, they even told me this a couple of days afterwards. I was actually more dressed up than anybody else at the office yeah. since it, since at the office it was kind of like a casual well. Yeah, given your area where you went to, yeah, that was, you got a nice place that you yeah. went to and that's how it was and it worked out perfectly. Yeah. But I mean, considering other jobs you're going to go work for, you're going to go to your, like somebody's going to go to college and then graduate from college. I mean, this is what they're going to tell you. You're going to apply for any of these jobs that you require a degree they're I mean by default they want you to come up business professional they even will send you a thing sometimes prepare for your interview they will send you a guideline telling you you need to be business professional which business professional is a suit and a tie shoes that are shinable which means you know shiny shoes yeah. which aren't which aren't vans uh, which if there were tennis shoes they need to be black uh, yeah. but if that's the best you can do but shoes that can be shined, they're basically like leather shoes that have a shine to them. You can see reflection off of them. Or you can shine them with shoe shiner. That's shoes yeah. that can be shined. And, uh, and then you've got whatever you're wearing is freshly pressed, so it's been ironed. Either by you, which is the cheapest alternative, or, you know, take it somewhere to get a press for a couple, like four or five dollars a shirt or something. I don't know what uh, I've done too. I haven't done that. I know how to iron, and so I yeah. do my own stuff. And so you got your pants, you got your shoes, socks-wise, make them black. Um, basically, don't make them white. They don't need to pop on your socks. They don't need to be super yeah. loud and visual. Another could be a unique situation, though, if you're going to a certain job that maybe that kind of creativity would be appreciated. Yeah. Now well, you got to judge that for yourself. Like, like you know, if you're going to like maybe I don't know, say um, graphics design studio or something like that, maybe that might be appreciated. They like yeah. creativity. You come in wearing some. Yeah. You know, don't go nuts with your socks, but. You can pop a little bit of creativity in your socks. But then again, like like we said earlier, it's like this one's honestly the hardest one because it all depends on the job and the position and all that too. hundred like, percent to me though, I think the hardest to me, I don't think it's the hardest one. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna wear a suit, period. I'm always gonna wear a suit. I mean, that's just what I'm gonna do. The job but I mean that's I mean if you're applying for a construction job, I mean even still, probably I mean, you're gonna if you listen. If you apply for a construction job, you ain't gonna wear a suit probably a day in that job. Yeah. But you're gonna show up the only one there that wore a suit. Yeah, that, that will like, make you stand out. Like this dude is damn serious about getting this job. That will make you stand out. But like you know, like I said, like not everybody has a suit and all that. That's right. Like, you know. Then you should get a suit. 
If you have the money for it, you should go get yourself a suit. Okay, but what should be somewhat toneless if you don't have the money at the moment for a suit? Uh huh. Well, I mean, you gotta do the best you can. Like, you can go to Walmart, you can get a very cheap pair of black slacks. That's you true. You don't ditch the khakis. That's what you. I know it's what you wore, Brandon. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying because like you know ditch, we gotta think about other stuff. Too. No, you keep your khakis, but everyone else, ditch, you're not wearing khakis <laughs> to your interview. You're wearing oh, black. Pants. Was I wearing khakis or was I wearing black pants? I honestly can't remember. I think, I think you wore pair. khakis. I think I can. I don't think I did because I think I went to your place afterwards. I think you did. And uh, so you're going to go to Walmart here. All right. So you're going to get your outfit to interview for less than 100 bucks. Way less than 100 bucks. Yeah. Probably $20 pants. No more than $20 shirt. They got pretty cheap dress shirts yeah. there. You're going to go oh, yeah, there. I forgot about dress shirts. Yeah. They got shinable shoes there, I think. Uh, they're, you know, they're not going to be very nice. They're probably going to hurt your feet. But... You're going there, you're going to wear it for two hours, you're going to leave. I mean, if it's a new shoe, it's always going to hold your feet. Um, so you're going to go there. And if they don't have the shoes there, you can go to a place like Rack Room, really cheap shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, also, don't forget, usually it's buy one pair, get another one, 50% off. Yeah. So I, I bought, may take advantage on that. I got my I got a pair of brown and a pair of black dress shoes that are, that are those ones are business casual, but I got the both of those, which could be worn for an interview, especially the black ones. They, mm-hmm. they cut it. Um, even though I have even nicer shoes to wear for the interview, that uh, I got them both for like, like less than twenty dollars a piece because I got buy one, buy, get one half off. Yeah. So rack room, there you go, get a deal over there on some shoes. Marshalls. Marshalls another good one. They won't have a guaranteed selection of sizes. Ross is the other side of Bells. If your town still has one, I think they're going out of business. So no, I think they're going. Uh, I think they're closing three to five hundred stores. They're not going out of business, but they're closing that many stores. Well, they're not doing great if they're closing all those stores. Yeah. Ours is almost so, empty from what so I now saw you get, you, So you got your shoe stuff figured out. You got some options. So now you're going to get your black dress slacks from Walmart. Now mm-hmm. you can get black and get gray. Black is simple, timeless, always fits. And so you get black. And you can wear them for anything. Something else happens. You can go to a funeral with them, whatnot. And then... Other ladies, ask somebody else because we... I said just dress... Nice. They, you know. Well, I mean, they have an option. They can wear a dress, yeah. or they can wear black pants. Yeah. They also have that. That does apply for them. Yeah, yeah. But like you know, they have the know. black pants too. And yeah, they, but if you want to wear just something, don't take our advice on that. We don't know. Yeah, I'm not. I don't have the information for that. But uh, but typically, when you consider business professional, even for a woman, those are black, like slack pants for them. I don't know if I'm using slacks appropriately, and but I mean slacks are basically dress pants. But, yeah. Black suit pants, business professional for a woman, just like a man is a suit. Yeah. And uh, and so there's just the woman's suit, of course, and it's which is a different cut and everything. But so now you've got your pants. You can get those at Walmart. You can also go to other clothing stores and find them. They're just going to get more expensive, but mm-hmm. you can find nicer pairs, like at Bell's. We have a Bell's here, and they sell. Well, well they're going out of business. Yeah. They're gone, but they're still there for the moment. They're going to be gone very soon. I think it's almost like almost empty now. Yeah, it's like ninety percent off. The guy outside the. The place is holding the sign. Maybe it's a good it's probably almost empty by now. They've been doing that for like two months, trying to sell everything. I know, I know. Yeah, I think we're just selling the, the. Or even selling the furnishings and stuff in there. Too. That's what I was trying to think of. Yeah. But so now you got pants. You need a shirt. Timeless look. So I'm basically talking about even for males, but also for females, this works as well. Maybe. A timeless look is a white dress shirt, long sleeve, button down, all the way down the middle. It's a shirt that's pressable, so. You, you buy it. It looks like it's in a lo- it's a big like in a rectangle package, and it's all folded up and pretty yeah. in the front. And, and even at Walmart, you get one with a tie on it too. It comes with the tie. You need the tie. Yeah. And uh, now, 
ultimately, like, if you figure out the place is super casual, I would still wear the nice shoes, the black pants, and the shirt. You can strip the tie off of the shirt and open the top collar one button. You've now reduced how formal it is to business casual. And if you're somebody like me that has trouble tying ties, don't boy, they do have clip-ons. They do have clip-ons. It's really but, easy to look up a video how to do it, though. Yeah. And that's how I learned how to do it for myself. And uh, even, like, my dad hasn't worn a tie in, like, ten, like so many years. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and the other day, he was like, he asked me to tie a tie for him, and I, like, tied him a tie with a, and he put it on the How the that. tables have turned. That was quite interesting. And, uh, <laughs> it's but, usually the other way around. Yeah. And so, I learned how to tie a tie from a video on YouTube. It's super easy. It takes you a couple times to get it right. So, in the morning, don't tie your tie in the morning. Like, last minute in the morning I actually you can tie your tie the night before you tie the tie you can loosen it all the way I guess unless you have like a really big head I can get mine off of me and I can leave the tie in a loop so you can put it on like a necklace and then tighten it onto your shirt it's been a while for me since I want to tie so you can tie it the night before because it takes sometimes I get it the first try but sometimes it takes me two times because sometimes but the that's more something you, I'm still practicing. The more the more you tie a tie, the more you get better at adjusting it when you mess it up. And you can actually fix it when you don't when you don't do it right and like pop it back in there and tighten it. And so you get better at fixing the mistakes you make even while it's messed up without untying it all the way. So now you've got so we said the timeless look, you got those pants, the black pants, you've got the shoes that are shinable. We got the we got the entire outfit. So now. you got the shirt, you got the white, it's a button down all the way down, not a polo. It's a uh, it's a button down. I'm not I'm not po I'm not poking at what you wore. <laughs> I mean, ultimately you didn't know it, but you wore perfectly what to wear to the interview. Yeah, you didn't know it before you got there. I just did my best, like you know. But that's as what you had. As I could do. And uh, so, uh, unknowingly, you did it perfectly yeah. dressed for your job. And uh, and so you so you're going now. You've got your button down. You need to iron that shirt if you don't take it to go get pressed. It needs to have those creases on mm -hmm. it it shows you ironed it and it better not be wrinkly even if you don't iron it it better not have wrinkles you better dry it put it in the dryer get some wrinkles out of it something and um, it shows that you took time to prepare for the interview which shows that you care about going and showing up yeah and so you've got your shirt you got your tie on now and then if you have the suit you've got the blazer and uh, when you walk in it's even more formal if you button the one button on the blazer or if it has two buttons you can button two but yeah. it's too hard to open a second button you need to shake hands and sit down too much time to open two buttons only one button the top button if you have two a lot of some suits have just one button and uh, to button the top one when you walk in you can do that that's real real formal everything together with the suit and the top button done really formal you want to yeah I'm not too uptight Unbutton. I I actually always leave my two buttons undone, and then I, so the blazer is just open, but it's on. Mm. And then so there's that. You don't have the blazer, or you want to dress down the suit. You take off the blazer. You don't wear it. That's a good way to if you're concerned about being overdressed, which I kind of don't believe in. I kind of believe in showing up and showing out. And uh, but if you're afraid of being overdressed, take the blazer off, and you'll look good, but you won't look overdressed because mm. that really turns down the business professional to the like the bottom of the business professional tier with no blazer mm. all right all right so. so now you've got clothes you figured out you can get everything you need from walmart and uh, essentially with lack not the suit though but you can get everything you need to be in the bottom tier uh bottom rung business professional and even then it's still considered business professional if you don't have the blazer you can get with that button down tie and everything else 
Okay, now that we got to, like, you know, we got, like, you know, prepping in the morning and all that, and, you know, what you should probably well. Now, some of you guys are probably saying, Brandon, Blaine, should I bring anything with me to my interview? And that's, the question is, depending on the answer to that is, depending on your job is really the answer to that. Like, so say, so say you're going to, you're going in to uh, interview to be a photographer and you've had past photography experience or you're going in to be a graphic designer, a, um, a video editor, a cameraman or something like that, depending on the job it is, it's like, you know, if you would like to do one of those jobs or something similar to those, yeah, it's going to be great if you bring in some stuff like your portfolio and all that, or like, you know, uh, some visuals or USB of your past projects that way they can be like, oh, hey, this, so they can take a look at your work, see what you've done before and all that. So, yeah, I mean, I agree with that. If, if also, it's, Unless it's a video, which you obviously can't have a printout of a video, yeah. you need to bring up in your physical items so they can look. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, you need to have some previous things you've done, whatever, your photographer, bring in some photography. Bring in your portfolio and all that. Yeah, and bring it in, not just, here's my link. I mean, bring them in. So, yeah. look, let me show you what I've done. And uh, instant instant production of what you they yeah. can see instead of, you know, go look at my link. Yeah, or like, you know, if you have like something that USB and all that, you know, maybe bring a laptop in so that way you can show them. You could definitely do that. Yeah. And also like, you know, also hold this a lot. Whenever I was prepping for my interview and looking for jobs is bring a copy of your resume with you to the interview. I can't remember the reasons they said that. Alright. But it did give a good reasoning on why to do that. No matter what where you're going, you're bringing your resume. Default. You're bringing it. You're going to bring a copy of your resume. You're not going to bring one. You're going to bring a couple. Uh, odds are you're probably going to interview one-on-one, -on -one, but you may be interviewed by three people. Oh, yeah. And, I think I was uh, interviewed by two. Uh-huh. I actually, one of my jobs, I was interviewed by one, uh, two. Those kind of kind of this one, but we're going to say two, three, four, six people. I went through Jesus. six people over like a three-hour course. Wait, wait. Hold on. Let me make sure. They were in pairs of two. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, I just wanted to clarify for myself so and I for had, the audience, too. I had Three pairs of two. So I you came had, in, did the first pair. They were like, "All right, this guy's good. We're gonna send him on to the." Uh, and then after that, um, actually, technically, the other lady I think came in, but we'll just say it, leave it six. Um, and so then after that, like, all right, this guy's good. I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna send him an interview with my the uh, higher ups that have been yeah. there for a while, like ten years or something. And so then, so you just went up the ladder. Two basically. pairs and twos. So they, so obviously for their interview structure, which I didn't know before I got there, they come through and they're going to filter at the bottom. So hmm. they're like, all right, this guy, eh. all right, thanks for coming in, bye. And so, they're not going to waste the time with uppers. Now that they come, somebody comes in like I like him, boom, uppers. So you bring extra interviews in case more than one person can interview you because sometimes let's say they don't have copies. Like you wouldn't have an extra interview. Uh, uh, resume with you by chance you're like oh yeah of course I do I mean how hard is it for you to bring in the, like five printed out in your little portfolio that's overkill having five I mean I think if you bring like three with you I think after you having that experience you, for you that's not I think after but, doing but, that but guess what I actually brought enough I brought like five with me did you have another interview that day or was it just pure no, luck no that's it no I just brought five uh, I knew it was a, a, a big firm and I thought I could be interviewed by multiple people okay uh, and, uh, and so I brought five with me because, I mean, I could be interviewed by three people at once. I need one for me. Yeah. And it's helpful to look at your own resume when you talk about something. They can ask you a question, and you can bring it up on your resume and have it out in front of you. You can talk about it. And so 
if it's harder for you to come out on the spot for something in your past experiences or maybe some certifications or awards you have or maybe you have too many certifications. Yeah. You've got your resume. You, you, guess what? That's your notes you get to cheat off of yeah. during this test. And you can look off of it and reference it. And that's totally fine. Because, I mean, that's you and your resume. It's, you're, you're together. So you're, yeah. you, that's uh, also something else to bring with you is like that goes nicely with you dressed up, you know, business professional is like a leather like book. I don't know what they call it. It's like a portfolio, leather portfolio, or it's basically, it looks like. I, I kind of know what you're talking about. I kind of don't know what you, it's kind of like an accordion photo thing. I might no, think of something different. I mean, that same style, but it doesn't open accordion. It's just going to open. There's going to be a pockets, a couple pockets in it. It's basically real light stuff for documents. I I don't know what you're talking about. And, uh, I have one, time. and um, so I brought my resumes in there. Also, you can maybe bring, you know, like some kind of folder, like maybe one of those pronged folders, and bring yourself some yeah. resumes in one of those. Obviously, if you're a dress business professional, that takes your look down. If you're bringing in a thirty cent, uh, you know, paper folder, versus also having that like leather one. Those are typically like zippable and stuff. You can't dump your resumes out. Yeah. If you dump all your crap out. You're gonna look like you're just fidgeting all over the place. Yeah, and um, and I've almost lost my stuff one time, and uh, so keep a hold of your stuff. I didn't. I caught it. Everything was fine, and uh, but I would bring if you can get it one of those things. But regardless, the main point is bringing yourself. I mean, at least bring three resumes. Yeah, and odds are they're they're gonna print them out. The, everyone that came in that interviewed me had one. And they came in, They what they did is they printed a couple and they were handing them off to each other. So they had the same resumes that, and they just were giving them to the next guy that was going to come in. And so they had them, but if they didn't, I was prepared. Yeah, yeah. Which would have been, which would have showed really nicely for me. Like, it, well, damn, we had sent six different people his way. He had a resume for everybody. And, uh, you know, like that's an example. Let's show this guy came really, and that was also pure luck too. really prepared. Yeah, so... Yeah, well, like, I brought extra because I knew I knew I was going to be meeting people. I didn't know it was all going to be an interview-related meeting. Yeah. But I was going to be there, and she said the interview process, you're going to... Wait, did you do, Did you bring the other ones in for kind of like a networking thing? No. Purpose? Okay. Uh, I mean, I went there for an interview, and that's solely why I was there. Okay. And so, but I knew she said that you'll be interviewing with us, and you're, you're going to meet some different people today. So I went ahead and... Um, went through there and you know I brought extra and I was prepared so the, obviously the main point you're going yeah. to the interview you need to be prepared yeah yeah so like you know okay so you know bring your resume bring your portfolio of past projects and all that that you can bring you know that always helps you know okay now this is a simple one when should I get there for my interview my interviews at say noon get there at least be in the general parking area, I say, by 11.45. So, earlier we touched the subject. Yeah. And uh, so, your interview's at noon. You, I, I'm going to tell you, they say to I me, mean, 15 minutes early for an interview. I, sh you should, I think you should be walking in the building, like, up to the, wherever they are. And yeah. see, what if they're, four, like, 10 floors up in a high-rise? Well, then... You need to prepare for walking in there and taking an elevator. Yeah. So I think you should be in there walking in to check in because you'll check in first. Say, hey, I'm here 15 minutes early. Yeah. It shows you're punctual and it shows you're, you're prepared and you prepared to get there early and you did. Yeah. No matter what, always get there early. Never show up exactly on time. 
you notice like all these little things. There's a bunch of little things, but they all add up to show that I was serious about this mm -hmm. and I prepared to be here. The clothes, the showing up early, how you answer questions, yeah. things like that. I mean, it's all this little stuff that adds together. It's like, hey, I'm serious about this job. Yeah, then, you know, then boom. Then, you know, you either wait or they're like, oh, hey, yeah, we're waiting for you. Yeah, yeah. Let me try that again. If they're interviewing a lot of people, they'll be like, we'll be right with you. Because yeah. they're interviewing the people. But if they're waiting just for you, they'll be like, hey, come on back. You may not even sit down. You'll yeah. be there 15 minutes early. And guess what? You'll probably leave early, too, because you got there early. Yeah. Okay, so, you know. All right, so, you know, you're sitting down. Now, if you're like me and Blaine... And, you know, one of the things I always ask you is when can you start? If you're, if you're like, well, like me and Blaine, whenever we did our interviews, uh, I, I know I told them I can start the next day because at that time, I didn't have a job. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, I had money saved up so that way I didn't have to worry about getting a job. And this was the time when, like, you know, it was time to run low. So I was like, you know, looking more and more for jobs. I think Blaine, you probably told them the same thing. You told them a date you can start. I can't remember what you told me. Uh, what time did I tell them I could start? Yeah. I mean, uh, I think for them, I think I told them I could start within two weeks. I mean, technically, I could have started immediately, yeah. but I was still working on my other marketing projects. And so I, I said, uh, I could start very quickly, but I think I need about a week yeah. and to finish out transferring all the, the items and things I need with the previous firm. But basically, you know, really quickly. Yeah. And uh, but I would also say so if you were at a previous job, you're interviewing for your next one. That's exact. That's exactly what I was getting at. Cause I found out later that um, the next person they interviewed um, after me was he had a, he was working on another job. He said and they asked him when he can work. He said immediately uh, quit my other job and start working here. The second they're like, okay, we'll get back to you. They never call him back because of the fact that he said, yeah, I just quit my job. Boom, started the next day or whatever. Yeah, Yo. so here's the thing. Uh, don't burn your bridges regardless of where you're headed because you may have to cross those bridges to get home. And well, uh, It wasn't even that. It was more the fact that, you know, they thought um, it's like, okay, if he's going to quit in an instant at his job when he whenever he gets something better, what's going to stop him from doing the same to us whenever he gets a, if he gets a better opportunity somewhere else? That's exactly what I said. So don't burn your bridges in case you have to take the same bridges back yeah. to get home. So exactly what you elaborated on is what I meant. So it showed that he had no care about where he was coming from. He said, "I'll cut him off now." Yeah. And uh, and so that yeah, exactly how you expressed it showed them. Okay, well, you know, he has no respect for where he's at now. He said, "I'll leave right now, and uh, come work here tomorrow." And uh, so that shows that you know he just doesn't care about the connection wherever he's been, however long he's been yeah. there. The place may suck, but it doesn't matter. So you say. You know, I can. I'll be there. And I can first time I can work, or as early as I can be there. It'll be two weeks. I need to put in my two week notice on mm -hmm. my other job, and I'll be there. You know, you could even say I can maybe check my schedule, maybe do a couple of days here and start training while I'm finishing out out the rest of my job. You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But you know, you never want to go into an interview be like saying, "Oh yeah, I'll leave my job in an instant," unless you've already told them, unless you've already told your other job, I'm leaving. I wouldn't do that beforehand. Yeah, I mean like. Probably not. They could have, but ideally... That's not the best option because, you know... Cause you're, you're lining yourself up for success, and as soon as you find your next opportunity, you leave last one because you don't want to be yeah. stuck out in the middle of nothing. Yeah, you don't want to be like in that awkward place of looking, of not having a job and trying to find something. how long it's going to take. Yeah. Especially so, if you don't save any money up beforehand. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so here's another situation, and I've heard of this. And based on where you're going to work, this may be a legitimate thing that's going to happen. So you interview and say, when can you work? We're like, well, I need two weeks to put a two-week notice at my job so I can yeah. let them know I'm leaving and I'll, I'll be here. And they said, well, honestly, we, we're we really hurting for somebody. We need you here in a week if we're going to hire you. So basically what they just said was, we like you, we'll hire you, but we need a, you, we need you in a week. Otherwise, we're going to have to find somebody else because yeah. we are an emergency need for somebody. Yeah. So that's information you got to pull that sentence because I mean ever, maybe another person might think oh well it didn't guarantee me the position but they say well I'll, I'll need you to work in a week yeah they basically in their mind they are considering you as their candidate so it sounds pretty good chance that they basically already thought you're the one yeah and uh, so they said okay we'll, we'll need you to work in a week though can you do that I would say I think you can do that especially consider where you are and where you're going so I mean if you're making a Major upgrade. I mean, heck yeah, get on it. And uh, because at this point they're asking you, hey, could you work with me? Let's meet, maybe meet in the middle here, and in a week and get over here. I mean, and obviously while you're leaving your past job and going to a new one, you're making some kind of upgrade. Yeah. But regardless of what it is, for what your reason are, upgrade based on location, upgrade based on pay, upgrade based on people you work with, upgrade based on your career that you like more. Mm. So obviously you're leaving for a reason that makes good sense for you. So yeah. Make it work in a week, make it work in a week. Now, it may not be perfect for your old job, but remember, you're moving forward. Yeah. And so I would say, yeah, you're gonna, you're slightly hurting the bridge you just went over. You're not just burning it, but you're definitely gonna have to call them immediately and be like, hey, I, you know, obviously get your offer first before you do this. Yeah, yeah. But um, maybe tell them, hey, you know what, if I, we, we sign an offer letter, I'll tell them immediately that I'll be here in a week. Yeah. And, uh, and so, Go, and then you can go through, you got to immediately tell your old job you're leaving in a week. It may not be perfect for them, but you're moving forward. Yeah. And so that's the thing you got to remember. Yeah, you may slightly be hurting that person behind you at your old job, but you're, you're about to lock down something even better for yourself. Yeah. So keep moving that way. You know, that, I have heard of that happening before, like, you know. Not very often, but. Yeah, not very often, but it does happen on the occasion now. Now. To wrap this up, like, be prepared, like, to kind of, like, wrap this all up, one of the things you're going to probably have to prepare for that, honestly, I know people like me, like, if you're like me, you kind of hate this, is you may have to talk about yourself a little bit. Or, like, you know... You have to talk about yourself a lot of it. Your interview questions... Your interview is your time to literally say, I'm the best person here for you. Yeah, it is. Like, you know, if you're somebody like me that doesn't, like, you know... Like talking about themselves that much, or like you know, has trouble thinking of ways to describe themselves and all that. That could be tricky, you know. So you need you're gonna need that type of person's gonna need to prepare more for the interview. Yeah. You're gonna need to take more time to look at practice questions and uh, look at the ones like your biggest strength, your biggest weakness. Well, thankfully, my boss is like, I I hate this question too. Take your time. This is a question I hate. Like if I I hate being asked this too, and I was like, but I remembered. Because like as I was walking into the interview room, I took a quick glance around the room. I noticed one thing one of my coworkers had was a Marvel uh, thing hanging on his wall, and I kind of used that. So I was like, oh, I kind of like this, this, this. Because he was asking like, what do you like? Not as a job, what do you like as a person and all that? And I was like, oh, I like this, 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 this. I think you need to when they ask you. So first, before I get to that, what you just mentioned, 
so when they ask you an interview question, you don't have to bang answer that within two seconds. Yeah. You look real good when you answer questions really rapidly. You do, you do. When you immediately have an answer, even for a complex question, they're like, man, he's practiced. Uh, or at least he's really good at interviewing. Mm. And uh, I'm pretty, I'm really good at interviewing. I'm typically able to, I mean, I've got an answer right off the bat and I can go through and run through yeah, it. Yeah, 50-50. It just depends on the scenario. So, but here's the thing to remember. Even if, so you can't answer that question within three seconds, you need to think. It's much better that you stop and think for a moment about this answer that you're going to give. Other than starting to just stumble, uh, ooh, ah, uh, ooh, man, well then, uh, uh, uh. Way better that instead of you stumbling over yourself trying to make noise to fill the empty air, mm-hmm. just wait, let there be silence, think about your answer, and then say it. But then what you said about, yeah, what about yourself? I agree with, I mean, you need to, you found some cues in there which made them think you're going to mesh good with the office, which yeah. actually is who you are anyways. Yeah. But, I mean, if you don't have any kind of good cues for that, but like, what was the question I asked you again? Uh I honestly can't remember off the top of my head. I think and they're like, "What is Brandon like besides work?" They're like, "Yeah, I think it was something like that." It's like, "Oh, just tell us about you as a person and all that." Something like that. Uh huh. Because so, like, yeah, express. I mean, tell them who you are. But here's another thing, though. If if that question was tell us about yourself, that question is a loaded question. That I mean, based on where you are, you can take it as a creativity thing. Yeah. But for the most part, you're kind of give them a brief summary about who you are. And you kind of intertwine your past experiences professionally with that question. Mm-hmm. So that question, although it seems incredibly easy, that's actually a really good, like a big question that you need to do right. Yeah. There's not a perfect answer for it. You have to make your own good answer for it. Because like, you know, they can like, you know, based on what you say, you can also, you know, give them a, an image of how you are outside and how you may act in the office. Yeah. Like say, is it, like, say you say, oh, I get drunk uh, every single weekend and all that. Then we'll be like, uh-huh. ah. Do we want this guy in the office? See, they ask you, they ask you like, well, tell me about Brandon. Who is, who is Brandon or what, you know, tell me about yourself. And uh, you go through, I mean, you give them a, that question, you can answer that in a couple minutes. Yeah. Don't drag it out forever, though. Don't drag out any questions forever. But don't answer them in one sentence. And even give them a couple sentences. You kind of, you, you say something and then you elaborate. Yeah. But they say, tell me about yourself. That loaded question, you can look this up on the internet about how to answer, tell me about yourself. That's one of several questions that are like an open-ended question that you take the wheel. And that's honestly, typically, I think one of the most common asked interview questions. I've too. probably been asked that like every time. and uh, But essentially, you can use that to take it and make yourself sound great. Yeah. And obviously, you put some of your own experiences in it, but like you intertwine your professional experience in it. Well, like, oh, blah, 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 blah. I love out. I'll, I throw in things like I love to go hunting and fishing. And, uh, and you know, I'm a people pleaser. Obviously not in that order exactly. Yeah. It kind of that's not how I'm gonna go through, but I'll somehow get to maybe like oh a people pleaser. I've worked at this company, and while I was there, I got the president's circle winner achievement, which is one the person they would pick out every quarter at a store if they chose to, and I was awarded that because I excel in customer service and I'm always taking care of customers. See, I just I thrown in who I am and why, and then I've been awarded for if it. If I remember correctly, I think I mentioned it's like I'm a hard worker, and like one of the things I know I know that I'm a hard worker is because. My old general manager, he said, okay, so one time he said, I like you, Ben, and you know why? You come in, you don't complain, you never ask to leave early, and you're always one of the last one to stay late. And I'm like, yeah, because like, the longer I stay, the more chances I have to make money. That's but, like, an you exact know, example. And, he's, and like, the reason he told me that is because like five minutes before that, 
one of my co-workers, we just opened like not even 10 minutes ago. One of my co-workers says, can I go home? And he's like, oh, God, again with this one. Mm-hmm. And then whenever I put in my two weeks, and I think I told him this, when I put in my two weeks on my old job, he was like, please tell me you're kidding. Please tell me you're kidding. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that kind of showed him, was like saying, okay, they didn't want to lose this guy, you know. So he's obviously a hard worker. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, I mean, there you go. If you answer that question and added that into it, like... I you, think I did a kind of a one, honestly. If you did, that was really good. Yeah. And uh, because that's part of... That question is, they're kind of learning, who are you, what about you, and maybe how do you add something to this job? Yeah. It's, uh, you, you take the wheel in the question, you make it sound as good as you want to. Yeah. Well, honestly, can you think of anything else we can add? I mean, uh, I think we kind of went through it. We did pretty good yeah. and uh, covered a lot of good aspects to the interview yeah. process. Oh, well, you guys, I guess that's it for today's episode. Let us know if you've had any crazy interviews, whether they asked to you, like, you know, maybe send us a DM so that way we can maybe post it online, you know, give people help and all that, or like, you know, what they could experience and all that. I would love to hear if you went into an interview and they told you you overdressed. I would love to hear that. Um, yeah, I would like to hear about any crazy ones. Here's okay. another good one. What if? What are some questions that they asked you that were just incredibly difficult for you to answer? All the most random. Because I appreciate yeah. there's some, like, they just do that just to throw people off. Mm-hmm. But anyway, if you guys, uh, if you guys follow, you guys can follow us on uh, Instagram for the Long Haul Podcast. You guys following that, interacting with us, that greatly helps us out. Maybe leave um, a review, five stars, whatever, on whatever podcasting app you guys use to listen to us. That also helps the podcast out anyway. And, you know, if you're a business or anything like that and want to sponsor us, you guys can get in contact with us at FTLH podcast at gmail.com. FTLH, so for the long haul, FTLH podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. You know what, you guys? It's been Brandon and Blaine. See you guys next time.